Hey everyone, we just have two quick announcements to make before we get started here. First, starting this week, workbooks for both levels, newbie and elementary, will now be made available to download every Friday after the podcast episodes have been released. Second, starting next week, the elementary level podcast will now drop every Thursday instead of Wednesday. The release schedule for newbie level podcast will stay the same, so every Tuesday, newbie listeners will still be here. We're just making a few minor adjustments after our first month, so please bear with us. Thanks so much for listening and for all of your patience. All right, now here's the show. Hi everyone, you're listening to Bite Size Taiwanese. A brand new podcast giving you a taste of real everyday Taiwanese. This is Alan. And this is Phil. Welcome back and thanks for joining us for episode 8 of the Newbie Level. Hey Phil, did you make it out to the Pride Parade last weekend? Yeah, I did. <laughs> there were so many people. I was out there for maybe about 4 hours. Oh. And the parade was still going on when I left. Yeah, the reports say they broke a new record this year. Over 200,000 wow. attended. Yeah, it's the largest pride parade of all of Asia. And this year was such a special year because Taiwan became the first country in Asia to legalize same-sex marriage. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> it was such a proud moment for Taiwan. <laughs> Definitely. And I think it really shows how special Taiwan is to be able to come so far in such a conservative region in the world. Yeah, my angbao red envelopes are so ready for all of my friends <laughs> getting married. I also have some friends who used to live in Taiwan, and they came back this month for pride and also to look for a wedding venue in Taiwan. Weddings are such a big industry here. There are so many special wedding photos, studios, and banquet <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> yeah, and I think the banquet style of wedding here tends to make weddings feel more communal with so many people that maybe the newlyweds themselves don't even really know, you know? Like, sometimes it extends out to the parents' friends and colleagues. Yeah, and Taiwan also has a unique tradition rooted in the whole community celebrating special events. It's called ban de which literally means prepare a table. Oh. Traditionally, it was an outdoor banquet where everyone came out to celebrate. It was usually held in front of a shrine where there's often a public square, by the road or in some other public space. Sometimes it's translated into English as a roadside banquet. <laughs> yeah. There's also usually lots of round tables of 10 or 12 guests and all the food is cooked on site and sometimes everything is covered by a giant tent. You'll also often find a stage where people perform. So people might ban de for all sorts of occasions like funerals, <laughs> birthdays of local gods, company year-end events or weddings. <laughs> so ban de is still quite popular in all parts of Taiwan. Yeah. But in the city center where there's less space, People tend to have two, three-hour wedding banquets in hotels or restaurants instead. Nowadays, the traditional outdoor ones are more commonly seen in smaller towns and villages in the south. But the Banda culture is still there. Actually, a lot of traditional Taiwanese cuisine originated from the roadside banquet dishes. So you can't really say you've had Taiwanese cuisine until you've really experienced <laughs> until you've experienced the Banda. Exactly. For this episode, let's dig more into some Taiwanese wedding customs. And of course, all the large numbers that we'll have to deal with. <laughs> all right, sounds good. Let's do it. 
So when I attended my first wedding here, I think I was shocked by how many people were in attendance. There were hundreds of guests. <laughs> well, it's not uncommon to have guests in hundreds. So, Alan, since we're talking about these higher numbers, can you tell us how to say 100 in Taiwanese? Sure. Jit ba. We use jit for one and ba for hundred. So this is the counting version of one that we saw before when counting one, two, three. Jit, neng, sa, right? Right. So for 200, we have neng, ba. And can you also give us 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, 800, 900? <laughs> of course. Sa ba, si ba, go ba, lak ba, chit ba, be ba, gao ba. So when I first went to a wedding banquet here, I think the most shocking thing for me was right at the entry. Usually there's a table set up in front with a list of all the guests' names. And there's usually some people there to help welcome and receive guests. They ask them to sign the guest book, tell them where they're going to sit, and also receive wedding gifts, which in Taiwan are these red envelopes, ang bao, that guests fill with money to give to the newlyweds. So the surprising thing for me was that when you give them your ang bao, the person receiving you takes the envelope, opens it up, ah, counts the money, okay. and then writes down that amount next to your name on the list. <laughs> Or you can see what everyone else gave too. Yeah, actually that happened to me before. <laughs> but they're actually not supposed to do oh, that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the proper way should go something more like this. As a guest, you give an ang bao with a name on it and maybe a congratulatory message. Then the receptionist would give the ang bao to someone in the back to open, count, and record. But usually the guests shouldn't see the counting of the number or what other guests have given. So I guess some of the weddings I've gone to just aren't following protocol. Then, huh? <laughs> Actually, I've heard it that some people insist that money is counted in front of them so that the correct amount is written down. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of the main reasons for having a record of all the gifts is to remind the newlyweds to give back a similar amount if the guest has a wedding in the future. But of course, it's also a way you can tell who among your friends is stingy. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess aside from all of this, I learned that there are a lot of customs on how much you should give them as well. Yes, how much you should give is based on a mix of factors. First, the ang bao, the red envelope, is partly thought of as a gift to help cover the cost of the wedding banquet. So... One way to figure out how much to give is to estimate the cost of your meal. For Pante, the more traditional outdoor wedding banquet, it might be about 8,000 for one table. So before we keep going, let's look at some new words here. So you said 8,000 is 8,000. We know 8 is 8 and 千 of course means 1,000 and ko means dollars. So to give you an idea of how much that is, to ching call, 1,000 new Taiwanese dollars is roughly 30 US dollars. So be ching call, 8,000 NT is about 240 US dollars for a table of 10. So divide that all by 10 to get the cost per person, and you have be ba call, 800 NT, or roughly about 24 US dollars. But at the minimum, you should double that amount for your red envelope. But it also depends on your relationship with the newlyweds. So in this case, 
you would give at least Qing Lakko sixteen hundred dollars per person. And here to say one thousand six hundred dollars, we often shorten it by dropping off the one from one thousand and the hundred from six hundred. So instead of saying the full one thousand six hundred dollars, Qing Lakko, it becomes Qing Lakko. Literally thousand six dollars. Right now, if the wedding banquet is held in a fancy hotel <laughs> or restaurant, then the cost is much higher. You can expect jitte. One table can range from neng ban ko twenty thousand dollars to sa ban gao qing bei ba ko thirty nine thousand eight hundred dollars. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here, so let's go at it step by step. Sure. All right. So let's start with the word for twenty thousand. So you said nung ban, right? So this is a big difference in numbering system. Once you get past ten thousand, in Taiwanese there is a ten thousands unit ban. So for twenty thousand, we would just say two ten thousands nung ban. And so, for numbers higher than ten thousand, there is a new term for every ten thousandth place, basically every four places. So, in contrast, in the Western numbering system, it's based on every one thousand or every three places, right? So, for example, you have one thousand, move over one place; ten thousand, move over another place; hundred thousand, and move over for a third time, and now you have a new term: one million, right? Think about where we put our commas in higher numbers. Now in Taiwanese, it would be something more like this. Actually, Alan, why don't you describe it using Taiwanese numbers, and I'll insert the English equivalent as you go. Okay, so let's start with ten thousand, which has its own term, jiban. Now let's move over one place. This is zaban, ten ten thousands. This is equal to a hundred thousand. Now let's move over one more place. This is jibaban. A hundred ten thousand. This is equal to one million. Now let's move over one place again. This is jitqingban, a thousand ten thousands. This is equal to ten million. Now let's move over for a fourth time, <laughs> and now we finally have a new term. This is jitik, one. One hundred million. <laughs> okay, so this, of course, is equal to a hundred million. Now you can see how confusing it can be to go back and forth between these numbering systems. Ah,、uh, yeah. I think it's especially confusing for me when I see large numbers with commas, but I need to read them with the Taiwanese numbering system. <laughs> it's so exhausting. Yeah, since I'm not usually working with such large numbers on a daily basis, it still takes time for me to convert between the two systems. Anyway, back to our more expensive wedding table. Oh yeah, <laughs> I almost forgot. So when you gave the range of neng bang ko, twenty thousand dollars to sa bang gao qing be ba ko, thirty nine thousand eight hundred dollars, why is there such a specific number for the upper limit? Because it's the closest lucky number to xi ban, forty thousand dollars. Which would be bad luck since there's a four in that number. <laughs> All right. So there's another factor in choosing how much to give, right? You need to give an amount where the digits in the number are considered lucky. Yes, it keeps the mind sharp. <laughs> <laughs> so there's actually a few things to think about. First, the amount should be an even number. 
But we're talking about the first few digits. For example, 지칭지바 or 칭잇 for short is 1100, which is technically an even number, right? But it's not acceptable because 쌉잇 11, the number formed from the first two digits, is not even. Jeez. <laughs> On the other hand, <laughs> or for short, 1200 is acceptable because 12 is an even number. Oh, <laughs> wow, so complicated. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. We should also point out that when we shorten the number and take off the word 100, then instead of the counting form of one, jit, or two, nung, we just use it for one or ji for two. Now, don't worry if you feel unclear about when to use which form of one and two. It's part of a bigger topic that we'll get to very soon. Okay, so since there's so many numbers to look at, maybe we can just give our listeners some suggestions on some more widely used acceptable amounts. Sure, here are a few popular amounts. So, if you're not attending, then giving 800. Then, if you're attending, some common amounts are 지칭락바 or 칭락 1600, 지칭베바 or 칭베 1800, or 능칭베 2800 or 3600 wow, There's a lot of numbers here. We'll put up a chart on our episode webpage to so go check it out. Uh, but based on these amounts, let's see if I can come up with a summary of what to do. It looks like the first few digits ideally should end in a 6 or 8 for good luck. And you should also avoid fours because, again, death. <laughs> and avoid odd digits like one, three, five, seven, and nine. Yeah, that sounds about right. If it's a really fancy hotel or restaurant, then I'll probably go for Sa Ching Lakpa or Sa Ching Lak for short. 3600. And if you bring a plus one, make it Lak Ching Lakpa or Lak Ching Lak for short. 6,600. Yeah, I've seen articles published every year about what the current cost per person is for banquet tables at various five-star hotels and restaurants so that people have at least some sort of guideline. Also, besides the cost of the meal and the luckiness of the numbers, other factors that people think about are things like how close you are to the couple. Did you bring a plus one or your family? Are you more senior to the couple? In which case you would contribute more and so on. It's also really common among friends who are all going to the same wedding to discuss first how much they would give so that no one looks bad. But there does seem to be a new train where couples will specifically tell guests not to worry about bringing angbao or gifts. All right, let's try practicing what we just learned. Hey, Alan, how much will you give at Abiyang's wedding? I'm wondering how much I should put in the angbao. The red envelope. I'll probably give 1800 to or Qingbei. I heard it cost him 9000 for one table, for his wedding. We could give the same amount if you want to. or Qingbei. 
Alan, pop quiz. How many people are there in Taiwan? Nang Ching Sa Baban, twenty three million. Nang Ching Sa Baban. Hey, Alan, I have a friend coming to Taiwan for a short trip. Where do you think I should take him? I would probably go for the National Palace Museum. There are Lakzap Gaoban Beijing, six hundred ninety eight thousand pieces of art and historic work. Also, it is just in Taipei. You can even visit a night market nearby after your tour of the museum. Lakzap Gaoban Beijing. All right, now it's review time. Again, since this time we also have a lot of numbers, we'll say the English first and then the Taiwanese just once, but slowly. Make sure to say it out loud with us. All right, let's get started. Literally meaning arrange a table, a traditional Taiwanese banquet held outdoors, usually in a covered tent with lots of round tables of ten or twelve. Ban de. Table. De. One hundred, two hundred. Three hundred, four hundred, five hundred. Jit ba, neng ba, sa ba, si ba, go ba. Six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred. Lak ba, chit ba, pe ba, gao ba. Red envelope. A gift of money given at weddings, holidays, and other special occasions. Ang pao. One thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. Jit ching, neng ching, sa ching, si ching, go ching. Six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand, nine thousand. Lak ching, chit ching, bei Dollars. Ko. Ten thousand, twenty thousand, thirty thousand, forty thousand, fifty thousand. Jit ban, neng ban. Sa ban, si ban, go ban. Sixty thousand, seventy thousand, eighty thousand, ninety thousand. Lak ban, chit ban, pe ban, gao ban. One hundred million. Jit ik. Eleven hundred. Jiqing jiba, or qing it. Twenty-two hundred. Neng ba, or neng ji. Thirty-nine thousand eight hundred dollars. Sa ban gao qing bei ba ko. Two hundred thousand. Okay, that's it for today. To review what we discussed in this episode, visit our website bitesizetaiwanese dot com and go to the episode page where you can find a quick recap of what we covered today. 
If you're looking for more practice and explanations, be sure to check out our downloadable workbook. Since there's only so much we can cover in this short podcast, the workbook is where we can get deeper into the topic and cover things like alternate pronunciations or original variations, edit grammar discussion, related vocabulary, tone changes, characters, and of course, extra audio files. Also, to really internalize what you've learned in today's podcast, it helps a lot to see things visually and actually produce answers yourself by doing the exercises. Try it out, and I'll bet you'll find that you retain things much better. Chapter one is a free download, so go check it out for yourself by clicking on the link in the show notes. You can download the workbook individually by chapter or get the entire season. Also, we're making one minor adjustment to the release schedule of the workbooks. Starting in November, whether it's the newbie or elementary level, the workbook will be available for download on Fridays. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please do let us know. Whether it's by leaving a rating or review, or leaving us a message on our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram account, or even email. Yes, we'd love to know more about all of our listeners and find out what's working and what's not. So please let us know you're out there. We want to hear from you. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Alan and I'm Phil. See you next time. Bye bye.